What's happening, everyone? Welcome in to another edition of the Final Score Podcast. Sort of in between seasons here as we transition from uh, winter to spring. It feels like a winter day today with, with, the, with the wind blowing out there. But uh, on this week's podcast, we'll talk to the Frederick High boys basketball team. Uh, sensational season uh, by, by any metric. 26-1 uh, and one overall, reached the state semifinals. Really picked up where the where the football team left off after their uh, great season, and Frederick Highs just had an awesome season overall. Uh, but we'll talk to Coach Imani Hill. Uh, we'll talk to uh, junior guard Elwin Wordlaw, and we'll talk to junior forward David Dorsey on the podcast in just a couple of minutes. Uh, but first, uh, here to, uh, for a little winter sports wrap-up and a little spring preview, my colleagues here at the FNP, John Cannon and Alexander Dacey, are in studio with me. Fellas, uh, thank you as always. And b- before uh, we jump into a little spring preview, Alexander, uh, just you were at the Frederick Damascus game. Uh, we, we talked a little bit about it last week, but just what, what just this type of season this Frederick High team had, just how much fun were they for you to watch. Oh, I mean, they were they were great. I mean, I think you could really just see that by the the types of crowds they were drawing because it was like everybody seemed to be like, oh, we it's like we've heard about this team that just dom that just totally dominates everybody and i mean you know you go you go into a game and it's almost like oh you expect them to you know they play fast they're good defensively and you know generally really hot shooting of course you know damascus was like the one team that was able to you know stop that and that was you know that was eventually the you know what caused their loss but you know i mean outside of that outside of that game where you know it was like the one game their shooting was off like otherwise they you know, they were the shots were falling. They ran quickly, and it was just it's just an exciting brand of basketball. And it's the you know it's just the kind of the kind of basketball that's very enjoyable to watch. Uh, John, a lot of the uh, Frederick High players will tell you that their most memorable game was that uh, win over a uh, Garetti, uh, and, and and you were at that game. I think Elwin Wordlaw hit a hit a last second shot to win, and Garetti was a, like a real team. I mean, they they were they had a great season in the MIAA conference. They they were playing with some of the best teams in in Baltimore and, and beating some of the best teams in Baltimore. They they beat. Uh, Mount St. Joseph, uh, uh, who who won the Baltimore Catholic League uh, championship, regular season and tournament. So, um, just that 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 game in particular, just uh, just uh, how memorable was that uh, for you to be able to cover? Yeah, it was like a playoff game. It was a jam packed gym. I mean, they were turning people away at the uh, front door. When did I came did in Gretty there. have a big crowd there too, or, uh, uh, or was it only mainly Frederick? I, I can't. I just noticed yeah. the Frederick, but yeah. uh, it was. And, Gretty's coach was sure uh, fired up a good bit of the game. That's for sure. I mean, uh, yeah, I forget what the specifics were. Now there was some call that he thought he didn't get, and you know, <laughs> that's every coach you've ever seen. But no, that was. I mean, that was a great win for them. I mean, uh, that that uh, that Gretty team had a, bi- a big man who um, we talk about Walkersville's big men who were excellent. This guy was even better. He was just bigger and just uh, he was like a college player, and uh, he was tearing them up early. Uh, Frederick and they did a good job at least containing him in the second half, and they. They stayed with uh, Garetti when there were times where they were kind of falling a little behind, five, six points, but then they creep back, creep back, and and uh, it was a great, great win for him, great season. Yeah, um, I mean the game delivered in every possible way too, with the, with the great ending too, and it, it's much easier when you have the great ending um, uh, to to write about uh, in a positive sense. Alexander, you just experienced <laughs> it, the, the, the the polar opposite in the negative sense, covering that Urbana uh, girls loss uh, to Severna Park. But but yeah, it, it makes it a lot better when when you have the the, the better ending. 
Uh, all right, guys. Uh, spring sports are coming up. We're getting rosters uh, trickling in here. Um, last season, I say in baseball was the year of the pitching. Uh, are a lot of these pitchers back this season, Alexander? Um, so some of them are. So you know the the big the big graduates were Ben Moore and um and Brendan Yegish. Um, uh, so Urbana Yegish so, and like Moore. The, yeah. The funny the funny thing with 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 uh Yegish and specifically Urbana is uh is is he's gone. But they've replaced him with another D1 bound pitcher um, in Eli DeRossi Citrone, who was already their three last year. But he committed to um, over the fall to I believe it was Radford um, in a, in Virginia there. And then they and then they have more. And I was talking to I talked to Mike Fraunfelter recently actually, and he said he thinks this team is deeper than last year's team. And really, um, yeah. And he I mean at this point it, it seems to be another collision course for you know in the foray between them and Sherwood and they open the season actually next it's either next Tuesday or Wednesday um I believe that game is at Sherwood so you know really and Sherwood uh, got him last year right and Sher- Sherwood's gotten him the last the last couple years um in the playoffs so you know I, th- I think uh, I think the last time they beat Sherwood was, 20, was in the 2018 playoffs um so yeah, I mean it's uh, it, it, you know that's it, it's kind of where that's come down to, but you know Urbana's looking really strong again. I mean, you know, not not again, not all these D one bound pitchers are back. I guess that you know the big the other I guess the other big loss I forgot to mention is the DeSantos are gone from Tuscarora, so they're not going to have their two you know their two big horses. They're still going to be decent, but probably you know. Probably not quite quite to the level um, as last year, but. so it won't be the crazy pitching year no. that we had last year. But it's still going to be still be really pretty good, really yeah. good, and still again multiple D one bound arms. I mean, you know, uh, Joey McManus at Katakni is a senior. Um, uh, Oliver Ellison at Brunswick is a senior. Um, I'm trying to think who else? I uh, Darcy Citrone is a junior, and um, and then Keegan Johnson Urban is also a, is a senior now. Yeah, so there's still at least like four or five, um, four or five guys off the top of my head that are. That are back, um, which is pretty, pretty so remarkable, nonetheless. All right, uh, John, do you have a feel for the softball scene yet? I mean, <laughs> I, I imagine it'll be a lot of the usual suspects right. with Middletown and Catoctin and 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 Ligonor and Urbana, and mm-hmm. uh, you, you often see the Walkersville, of course. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it seems the county always seems to be very good and very balanced when it comes to softball. <laughs> I was thinking about that. I mean, last year, Catoctin just seemed like the team all year, and then they got upset in the playoffs. And, of course, they returned Taylor Smith, who was our player of the year as a freshman last year, a pitcher. Right. Also, <clears throat> it's coming off a really nice basketball season. Um, but I was thinking about this last year. The first game I covered, I think Alexander and I were talking about this last year, was Walkersville-Linganor. It was the first week of the season. And I, you know, I had no idea those two teams would end up going being the county teams that went to furthest. Linganor wins their first state title, and Walkersville makes the Final Four. I just don't know. You know, sometimes you, these teams have these really great seasons. Other ones kind of, kind of look good, but you don't. You aren't really talking. They aren't the first ones you think of, and all of a sudden they get hot at the end of the year. And so, yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and track should be great with 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 Brody Buffington and his uh, exploits. Just just play second in both the two hundred meter dash and sixty meter dash over the weekend in Boston at the New Balance Indoor Nationals. Uh, and he should have another sensational season. And he's drawing national interest too. So, uh, and the Urbana girls in track, uh, uh, tennis. Yeah, uh, uh, you have your powers uh, with, with Urbana, 
and uh, Middletown uh, typically are, are the strongest teams, um, uh, but we'll see. And then, and then lacrosse. Um, uh, how, how are we looking on the lacrosse front? It's good. I, I don't. I don't quite have the same uh, the same depth of information yet, just because we haven't gotten quite as much. Um, uh, Ligonier girls should be good. I, mean, I think most of their team is back. Yeah. Well, so. I know. I believe. Uh, I believe uh, Brooke Wilson is not their coach anymore. Right. Which, so I think they have a new coach. But otherwise, yeah, like most of their team is back, at least on the girls side. Uh, Middletown, Middletown is, is always good. Is always yeah. good. Um, how about the boy? Urbana? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, Urba- I think Urbana boys are, are going to be strong once again. Um, uh, I would, Oakdale Oakdale boys is mostly juniors. Um, they had a they had a pretty good run to. Uh, God, I forget if it was the regional final. I think it was the regional final last year. Maybe even the final eight. I I'm forgetting off the top of my head. But um, yeah. The 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 one the one thing is our is the, is the off is they had the offensive player there last year. He uh, transferred to Landon. Um, a guy named Troy Lesney. So who's a who's a junior for them last year. So they're gonna have to replace him. But they got a they got a very loaded um loaded junior class. So I think Oakdale's gonna be looking good. Um, and then some and then some again some combination of Lingenor. Middletown, you know, kind of all the, again, all the usual suspects. Yeah. So before we go, I'm going to whine a little bit and no one, no one's going to feel sorry for us and no one should feel sorry for us because we, we have great jobs and we love the jobs that we do, but this is like the worst time of year uh, for us when we're outside um, uh, in in this like 40 ish, 50 ish degree weather with the wind blowing and stuff like that. We're, 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 we're sitting there sort of motionless. John, I think I remember a game where it was snowing on you, uh, a, baseball. A, a, a baseball game. The, the wind was blowing in that one, too. They but, played like um, two innings, and it took them like two hours and <laughs> with the rain coming, wait, rain, sleet, and I think Hale was in there. And a few other right, games. and they just were determined to play this game, it seemed like. But, but this is like – no, with – and this has nothing to do with the games and sports being played, but this is like the worst time of year for us because we're out there in the cold, and it's it's worse than the fall, I would say, when it could get really cold because just because you're sort of ready for the cold in November and December, where it is we have, uh, the calendar is about to literally turn to spring, we're we're looking for some warm weather at this point. Yeah, one of the, I think it was the second game I ever covered. It was this same day last year that we were mentioning the Walkersville Lingenor game. Yeah. So that softball game, at the same time, was a baseball game going on at a. Uh, they were both at Walkersville. They were the only games that had been called off due to weather, and I got absolutely drenched covering this like wild. It was this wild back and forth game. Just got absolutely drenched, and I and I I distinctly remember texting. Uh, texting Josh Smith or editor after that, and I'm like, I need to go home for like 45 minutes and just dry off and lay down, right? Because it was so miserable, but it was an entertaining. At least they gave me an entertaining game to write about, and then I think I came down with a cold the next day. But like, of course, eh, of right. course, it, it is what it is. <laughs> I learned my lesson when I was still in college. I think it was 20. I was working at the Carroll County Times, and I went to Towson University. So that day, it was one of those great spring days. It was like early to mid-April. It was like, you know, 70 degrees, and I wore shorts to school. I had to cover a baseball game up at Westminster High School after school, so I just kept my shorts on. Well, you know, over the two hours, the temperature dropped down to like, you know, the high 30s or something. I'm sitting there in bright orange shorts out there in the <laughs> with a scorebook in my hand, feeling like a, a real winner. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, you, you have to bundle up for these games because it might yeah. start at like 50-ish, 60 degrees, but then the wind starts blowing and the temperature drops, and then all of a sudden you're out there uh, and, and you can barely write because your your hands are so frozen. So, yes, please shed your tears. Woe well is us uh, sports writers uh, covering these uh, early spring games. You won't but, see me in shorts. I'll be in that old beat-up yellow jacket. I'm going to get one more spring out of it, and then I'm going to... 
tortured or something. Uh, but, but we are looking forward to the spring season, and, and we hope some warmer weather arrives sooner rather than later. Happy anniversary to Mr. Dacey, uh, one year here at the FNP. And no cake or no streamers or anything that we promised last week, but, but still, we're glad to have you, and uh, happy anniversary, sir. Thank you. All right, when we come back, we'll talk to uh, Coach Amani Hill, uh, junior guard Elwin Wordlaw, and David Dorsey, junior forward of the Frederick High boys basketball team. Stay with us here on The Final Score. Fresh off one of the most memorable seasons in school history. I'm very pleased to be joined by three members of the Frederick High boys basketball team this week. Coach Imani Hill, uh, junior guard Elwin Wordlaw, and junior forward David Dorsey. How are you guys? Good, good. Doing good. Doing good. Uh, I'm just curious, like, how you square up sort of how your season went. I mean, it was a sensational season by any measure, 26-1 and one overall, but uh, it did end a, a couple of steps short of, of, of where you wanted it to end. Coach, Coach Hill, how, how, how do you sort of a week uh, after the season ended, how do you sort of look back on it? Uh, mission accomplished, pretty much. Um, we didn't accomplish the, the major goal, but I thought everything we set out to do this year, we did. I tell these guys all the time, I live through them. You know, I'm still chasing the state championship myself. Um, some of the goals coming back were, like, I think I talked about them before, um, CMC championships, region championships, state championships. And we got two out of three, and we still hungry to get back to accomplish that third one. So I thought it was a great season. The community was involved. The school was involved. So for me, it was all checks all across the board. Yeah, Ellen, how do you feel about things? I mean, I feel the same way Coach Hill does. I mean, obviously it sucks that we fell short of a ultimate goal of winning the state championship. But other than that, it was great. It was great to just have that our community come out and see us play every single game. It was like a feeling like no other. David, what were your thoughts on the season just in general? Uh, it was a great season for us. We accomplished most of our goals at that last one, and it was just great being there with them. Yeah, I mean, Ellen, how much fun was it just to play and play out there with, with, with your guys? I mean, you guys been had been together for almost a year, and we're going to talk about this. I'm surprised you guys weren't sick of each other and, uh, and throwing things at each other when, when it all ended because you've been together for so long. But just how much fun was it to be out there with your guys winning so many games? I mean, it felt great. I mean, for me, it's a little different than everybody else because I had just transferred in this season. But I've been playing You're, you're with from this. Frederick, though, right? Yeah, I've yeah. been playing with these guys since I was a little, so – to come back and play with them again, it was it was a great feeling. And, and just how much fun was it, David? It was really fun. Yeah. Every day in practice, it was just be fun. Uh, Coach, what was it like for you? Uh, just just coaching these guys. Um, it was. I mean, like I say, these are great people outside, even outside of basketball. These young men, they're great kids, great people, um, high character guys. So every day we come in, it was a challenge, but it was fun every single day. You know, we talk about the fun coming with the winning, but. When you take a step back, we have fun every day in some type of way. Is it an easy group to coach? or Extremely easy. They were all bought in, all into everything. Um, like I say, any family has their, their their days. We had our days behind the scenes. But these are, like I say, these are great people first. Right. And, you know, you want to be around good people, high character. And that's what we had in all of our kids. Now, I mean, you've been on the Frederick County basketball scene for a long time now. We we, we joked before we came on here that we're going to be on for probably another 25 or 30 years. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you and me both. Just well, where, where did the past season rank for you just in terms of just it, it's – the, uh, just how much fun it was and how memorable it was. Uh, for me, coaching now, I think 20-some years, I told them just like yesterday in our meeting, this was the best season I've had. 
Um, I know, like we say, we'll keep saying it. It didn't end the way we wanted, but this was the best season for me as an assistant or as a head coach just because of the kids that we had. And for me, just seeing the community just get behind this basketball team and push us through, I, I still say to, to this day that that third quarter against St. Charles was the community. They pulled us through that basketball. Yeah, you guys were down 16 in that yeah. game, and, and, and you found a way to, to, to get through. Mm-hmm. So The community had a lot to do with that. I know these guys. I know I heard them. I know these guys heard them as well. Yeah, you were playing home playoff games. Yeah, that, 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 that's, that's always the goal too. Yeah. And I mean, this all started with sort of a chip on the shoulder, did it not? I mean, you guys, you guys last season, you, you played your rival Thomas Johnson three times, and, and they they got you three times. Yeah, that was a that was definitely a tough pill to swallow. But I think we all lived and learned from it, you know, and it pushed us right to the off season. Um, last year was a lot more difficult to recover from than what we just went through just because I thought we underachieved, you know, down the stretch. Um, but, yeah, that, that definitely pushed us through to, you know, having the type of summer we did, which led right into the preseason, which led right into the season. Yeah, I mean, after that bitter third loss to TJ, you, you sat down with these guys, and, and what did you tell them? Uh, I didn't have to say much. They They were all ready to get going. You know, those guys were ready to, you know, push back and kind of get back to the level that we thought we never got to you know, that previous season. So it was it was a lot of, you know, just the character of kids that we had and wanting to compete and wanting to get back and wanting to, you know, get back to that situation again and, you know, have a different outcome. I mean, we, we, we joked a minute ago, you guys have been together for so long, but you really have been. You know, you, you played the whole summer on, on, on the AAU circuit together, and it's just been – 12 months basically of just constantly playing together and, and getting better. David, you, you, uh, you, well, we're on that uh, team, uh, uh, two years ago. And just what, what were those moments like after that TJ loss and just, and just talk about just wanting to get back out there with, with the guys over the summer. Uh, it was just hard coming back. Like after we lost, uh, we always in the locker room crying and, that like we just wanted to get back in the summer and beat them next year, right? So, so every, everyone was fully bought in. I mean, mm-hmm. you got you, coach made it clear what what it was going to take to get to the next level. Yeah. So so just to see all that hard work pay off, I mean, that had to be gratifying to some degree. Yes, sir. Yeah, Ellen, what brought you back to to Frederick High? Um, I mean, last year I had some issues personally. Yeah. But I mean, the biggest thing, like the reason I came to Frederick High, is because I knew that I had a family here. Coach Hill was my first ever AAU coach since I was in fourth grade. Coach Hill was my AAU coach. David came and started playing with us seventh grade summer and all the guys, like I've been playing with them forever. So I just knew that if I, when I came back, I was going to uh, have a good opportunity here. And they let me in with open arms, allowed me to be a, a leader and be the player that I am. So for that, I'm thankful. I mean, what did you see when you came back? I mean, this is a group that Coach, like Coach Hill said, thought they underachieved the season before. It's it's a team that wanted to get better. You know all these guys really well. What did you see when you joined the team? I mean, I I just I thought when I came back, I thought we had a great chance to win the region and just like shake the city up like we did. I just I believed in them from the moment I walked in the door, and they believed in me. So for that, like I said, I'm grateful. Well, why why did you guys play so well together? We, I mean, we worked together every single day. And like Coach Hill was saying, in the summer, like I may not have been on the same AAU team, but we worked out three, four times a week. So, I mean, that goes to, goes to help us uh, to where we got. And then the fall league we played in, we were playing games in the fall league and everybody else was just at home. So I think that definitely helped us 
get to where we are today. I mean, you, you play on a different AAU team, but were you on the same fall league team? Yeah, we play fall league together. Okay, so, so, so you were together, like, going into the season, you guys sort of knew where everyone was supposed to be and uh, and what you were supposed to do, right? And, yeah, and even during the summer, uh, we had summer league at Goretti and I played, and then we had a few team camps. Like, we had a team camp at Shepherd, and we had a team camp at Maasai. So we already had, like, a, a feel for each other ever since June. Yeah, I mean, how would you answer that question, David? Why well, why'd you guys play so well together? Uh, just chemistry. We've been together since, well, I'd say, in March after the season last year. And to now, we just built all that chemistry all year. Did you have some trying moments? Did you have some moments where you were getting sick of each other or wanted to get a, get away from each other uh, mm-hmm. over these last 12 months? <laughs> yeah, there there were some days we, we wasn't together. But then next day, like we would have a bad day one day. And then next day we'll we'll be fine. Yeah. Well, why why are you able to shake things off uh, so easily? Would you say? Uh, we have we know we have goals to reach, and if that bad thing is slipping, then we can't reach them. Right. What would you say was the most memorable part of the season, there, Elwin? Um, most memorable part is probably the sh- my shot I made against Goretti. Yeah. I mean, Goretti was a serious team. I mean, that you guys beat. I mean, they 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 were uh, winning a lot of games in the MIAA conference. So, well, just what was that moment like when 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 the shot went down for you? I mean, for me, I mean, obviously it felt pretty good because we just knocked off a top team in the state. But for me, actually, at my old school, I played Goretti, and I shot like the same exact shot last year against Goretti at um, at their home court. So it was kind of cool that you know I made it this time around. Were you were you trying to put yourself in the same position, or did it just happen that way? I mean, it just happened like that. Coach Hill drew up the play in the huddle, and it just so happens I was in the same spot this time. I made the shot. Right, uh, David. The most memorable part of your season was what? Uh, I would say I don't really know. What, was, it, was, it a, whole, was it was it was it a team moment? Uh, even even I mean, if it wasn't on the it court, might have been the regional championship. It was the, a team moment. Uh, the the regional championship against yeah. Oakdale, but, but knocking off the knocking off the reigning uh, state champs. Uh, yeah. that, that, that that was a big step for you for for you guys. So, what what was your most memorable moment, Coach? Uh, uh, on or off the court? By far, for me, it was Goretti. Yeah, um, that was a big time win. That was a big time performance. We was chasing late in that game and were able to figure, figure out a way, never quit, and figure out a way to put the ball in the basket to end the basketball game. So for me, again, with the community support there that night, that kind of started the sellout. And, you, and you guys were down, and you guys were down in that game too, we were right? Down eight with four minutes to go, but yeah. these young men never quit. No matter what the situation was, no matter what game it was, we weren't going to quit. You were going to have to play to the final whistle and we ended up doing that that night and coming out on the plus side right it, it, it's hard to be consistent right i mean and you guys were i mean you, you knew you were going to take everyone's best shot uh and and you did uh uh and and yet you guys were able to still win so many games i mean just how are you able to find that level of consistency well i think it was our preparation every day you know these guys worked hard behind the scenes and everything we did behind the scenes led to what we do on game day um, there were there was a stretch where coach got a little worried because I thought we got a little complacent, worrying about the wrong things, social media and all the cameras and the pictures. So we kind of cut back on some of that stuff at a point in our season. But you know, all that kind of comes with it, and we had to figure out a way to still be successful through it. And just how about your team's toughness too? I mean, you're down against Goretti, you're down against uh, St. Michael's in the in the um, uh, state quarterfinals. Just what what was it about this team that was? It was able to play its best when, when when you needed it the most. Uh, these guys play for each other. 
you know, so they didn't want to let the person next to them down. We talk about competitive greatness all the time, being at your best when your best is needed. And I thought the bigger the challenge, you know, the more these guys stepped up to the plate. Right. How, how would you answer that, Ellen? Why were you guys able to play your best when you needed to the most? Uh, similarly, some like I have a similar answer to Coach Hill, like competitive greatness, like stepping up whenever we're uh, needed to. And then I would also say Coach Hill, like he puts us through a lot of adversity in practice ever since the summer. In the summer, it was like, what, 100 degrees outside. We're outside running 100, 100 yard dashes on the football field. So I feel like all that goes to uh, show like the team that we are and the young men that we are. Is Coach Hill a tough coach to play for? Uh, I mean, he makes it tough for us, but I wouldn't necessarily say he's a tough coach to play for because he, I mean, he has love for us. What he does for us is to make us better people and better basketball players. Yeah, is he a tough coach to play for, David? I would say the same thing as Elwin. He's not yeah. a really tough coach to play for, but everything he does is, for us, help us get better. Yeah, I mean, I was in the hall, and I overheard some of your film sessions, and there, there's some tough love that goes on in those film sessions, right, Coach? Yes, sir. Um, it's my job to make it tough, and when they conquer that, we tell them all the time, we're just going to figure out a way to make it tougher. You right. Know, and through the sprints, through the summer, it's going to be tough. That's our job, you know. But through that, once they conquer tough, we just make it tougher. You want to make it tough during the film and the practice, so when it, they're in the game situation, it's, it, it, does, it, 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 does, it doesn't seem as tough, right? Game, I, yeah. I feel like games are easy for these guys. Right. Um, so what happened in the Damascus game? I mean, you you, got, you guys were right there. Ellen just just wasn't your night, or you didn't play your best, or um, they were just a better team, or what, what would you say? I mean, I mean, I didn't make as many shots as I would like to or anything like that. I mean, to some degree, they outplayed us, but I mean, it just sometimes it happens like that. We miss shots that we usually make. Yeah, it was just it was a tough, tough way to go out. Yeah, what would you say happened that night, David? I think it was just uh, defense, most of the part, rebounding, getting the shooters. They were shooting a lot of threes and making them, and. I would say that's and us uh, not making shots. Yeah. I mean, it happens. It's basketball. And when you yeah. get to the state semifinal level, you, you know you're going up against a great team. What would you say, David, is the thing that you guys did the best as a team? Like the whole season? Yeah. Uh, I say we all we all showed up at our times. Yeah. That's the, that's, the, that's the thing we all did. Right. We all showed up. Yeah. What, what, what was the best thing you guys did as a team, Ellen? Um. Our best thing on the court, I would say, is definitely our defense, like the way we locked in every single game, locked into every single team in a different way. I would say that, but our, I feel like our camaraderie is the reason like we're where we are because before the season, we were doing a lot of stuff together. Like We really made it a brotherhood, and because we had that brotherhood, we were able to get through the hard times, get through times we weren't making shots, get through the times where we were being outplayed. And like you were saying earlier, like, when we're down, we're we were able to come back because we believed in each other. So I would say our camaraderie is the reason that we were where we are. Yeah, what did this team do the best, Coach Hill? Would you say? I just I just think they developed a family atmosphere, the culture, every day behind the scenes. Um, these young men were for each other. There was no I. It was, everything was about the next man. I know we had some great individual performances at times, but nobody was selfish. Nobody was for themselves. It was all about the people next to us. Well, when, when you push as hard as you do, are, are there times you realize you have to pull back uh, too? Oh uh, Yeah, you got to pick your spots. Yeah. What I've kind of learned with this group and with these young men, they expect me to be me. You know, And if I'm not, then there's guys in that locker room who were comfortable enough to hold me accountable. 
Um, as a former college coach, I came in, it was probably three years ago, I tried to change my approach to kind of, you know, meet the, the high school athlete and the guys didn't, they didn't want that. They didn't approve of that. So I figured out a way to still be me and um, still be able to get to these guys and communicate and still be, uh, some of the former guys called me the Reaper. Why, 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 why is that? I have no idea. We have to get them on the podcast and ask them, but that's kind of one of we'll the We'll have to get to the bottom of that mystery. Why, why, why is he the why is he the Reaper, Elwin? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I would never consider him the Reaper. Okay. I know, you know, sometimes some guys be uh, scared of him, but I, I wouldn't consider him the Reaper. Right. I mean, how did you manage the the social media piece, Coach? And as you guys got more successful and got more attention and people started noticing you more, how, how did how did you handle that? Everything we do is through communication. We just You just try to be upfront and honest with these young men. You talk to them. Um, you make sure they understand what to and what not to put on social media. Um, I just think it got to a point this year where, you know, we had so much success. We had every camera guy wanting to get into the locker room. So we just kind of scaled, scaled it back a little bit and, no cameras in the locker room, and you know it. It's really no way to control it. It's just the character and the mindset of these young men, just to understand social media and just to be careful with it. Right, and you have to know how to handle the success too. I mean, a lot of your games weren't even close. I mean, you guys were were playing a lot of games that weren't competitive. Is is that? Do you like to see that as a coach, or would you rather see more competitive games and see the guys pushed a little harder? I personally would rather see the more competitive game. I'm sure they would too, because a lot of games fourth quarter they sit and watching. You right. Know, yeah. Um, I mean, personally, for me, those those competitive games kind of prepare you for those tough moments, you know, against the quality team that you're going to see in state semifinals. Um, but what we did was we came out and just played the team in front of us and let the chips fall where they may. Yeah. I mean, the, the good news is a lot of this group is back. I mean, the uh, uh, the two the two young men with us now are, are, are both back next year. They're they'll be they'll be seniors next year, and a, a lot of the rest of the team is back too. You you lose some great players too. Uh, you lose. Uh, Ahmed Parker, uh, you lose uh, Babakar uh, uh, Sine, you lose uh, CJ uh, Doogie was was uh, was was a big player for you. Dequami, uh, Cohen Welty, and then uh, Joaquin uh, Snowden, uh, who was a starter for you too. So you got some guys you have to replace too. I'm sung hero, Joaquin Snowden. Yeah, you, you think so? Why? Why? Yeah, a young man did a lot for this basketball team that nobody would recognize. You know, just if you pick up a stat sheet. You would never see Joaquin's impact on what we did nightly. Right. You know, he came in, you know, with us over the summer. And just think about the job he did in the Garetti game alone. 6'9", big boy, you know, great basketball player. And Joaquin kind of handled him. You know, Joaquin was great for us. Definitely needs to be replaced. All, along with all those guys, even the guys that didn't play contributed in some way. Ahmad Parker is a bona fide leader. You know, he didn't play the minutes that he wanted to. But Ahmad is a pure leader, and he's got a future. You know, as a young man, hopefully we can get him placed in the, at the four-year level. But Ahmad is a bona fide leader. CJ will play at the next level. Hopefully, Joaquin will. All those young men contributed in some form or fashion throughout the season. How much uh, easier, David, did Joaquin make your life? Uh, being being a fellow big uh, down low with him, <laughs> uh, it made it easier. So I didn't have to be the only big. At sometimes. Uh, there was times that uh, Duretti we would switch on the bid sometimes, like in our press. Yeah, I'll be in the back, so then the bid would be back there. So I'll uh, take them, and he'll do he'll do the break sometimes. Right. 
Um, and coach, I thought, uh, I've, I've, I've been, I could have had a monster uh, season for you two shooting threes. And, uh, he really, he really emerged. He said last summer, all he did was put up as many shots as he could. And then that sort of showed as the season went on. Fearless. So, fearless. Yeah. She used to ball with the best of them in the County and in the state, probably He's just a fearless young man who's continuing to learn the game. And Yvonne was a soccer, soccer player for a long time. Right. He's gradually trickled to the trickle to basketball. And he's, did you have to twist his arm hard to come play basketball or, no, or, no, or really. did, he, did think, he come and find you? Uh, he kind of was with that group. A lot of these young men played like, like Owen said, played AAU together. Yvonne was on, uh, my dad coached a team where we won the, I think it was the D3 Nationals when they were in eighth grade, and Yvonne was part of that group to go along with, um, I think it was EJ, another big that's in our building that didn't end up playing basketball. So yeah. Yvonne's come a long way. I mean, it's been a great year for Frederick High Sports uh, overall. The, the, the football team had an awesome year. You, you guys picked up right where they left off and, and, and had an awesome year. Just Elwin, what's the vibe been like in school with, with, with all these great sports seasons you guys have put together? I mean, it's great. I feel like as a as a school, we're changing the culture of Frederick. Frederick, you know, like we're not seen around the state as a premier sports county or whatever, but I feel like we're definitely changing that. Like even with like the cheerleaders, the cheerleaders got way better this year. Our track team, we're trying to go win state. So I definitely think Frederick High School specifically is a – shaking up the county and hopefully the state. Yeah, well, what has it been like for you in school, David, just having having all these the success and just sort of the fun vibe that, that's been in the school for the last several months? <laughs> it just feel, feels great to be a part of it, this school. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Coach, uh, are you just getting better athletes in school, or why is Frederick High having so much success, uh, do you think? <laughs> um, I can only speak for the basketball it's, team. It's, it's the coaching, right? No, uh, I think it's the young men, you know, the work that they're putting in. And I think just being – it starts with being good people, and I can't reiterate enough. We have great young men. You know, when you leave the gym, I don't worry about a soul. I don't worry about anything because I know – I got confidence that, the young, that these young men are making great decisions, not only on the court, but off the court. And they got to keep their grades in line and stuff, grades, too. Yeah, no issue. We got great students, student athletes within our program and within the school as well. You know, not just basketball. All the, all the sports pretty much have great student athletes. Right. And, and you guys are running, uh, you're on the outdoor track team. Ellen, what will, you, what will your events be? Uh, I'm still not sure. Yesterday was my first day, so I'm still kind of learning. I've never ran track before. Okay, well, what, what made you want to come out for the team? Um, I just I just feel like uh, running track will make me a better athlete in general, make me faster, have a better endurance in the jump higher. Yeah, and David, you're gonna high jump, right? With the with, with those uh, long legs, or yeah, uh, that's what uh, one of the coaches told me I was gonna be doing. Are you, are you are you are you gonna do any are you gonna do any running events, or are you uh, just gonna be jumping? I don't know yet. They didn't tell me. Uh, high, high jump for sure, and then what? Long jump and uh, yeah, probably uh, long jump and triple jump. triple jump too. So yeah, so uh, I, I imagine you'll do you'll you'll do fairly well. Um, so so what's the plan uh, going forward, fellas? As you head into next season, I, you, that chip is back on your shoulder because now you've gotten a taste of of the state semifinals, and and, and you want to take the next couple of steps. So. Have you sat down with these guys yet and, and mapped out the coming months, Coach? Or um... Yeah, we all got together yesterday for the first time since the loss to Damascus. And, I, we, I mean, I know from my point of view, strength is a big piece for us right now. I thought Damascus was a little bigger and stronger than us. Yeah. Um, well, they had some seniors, so that's part of the maturation process. But for us, it's going to all start with strength. So you're going to be in the weight room? Yeah, we'll be in the weight room, which will lead us to skill work, which will lead us to playing. You yeah. Know? So all three of those dimensions will kind of factor into 
our off season leading to you know the summer. And your kids will play AAU ball. They'll be on the AAU circuit again. Yeah, they'll all be out playing somewhere, um, getting better. Um, but we we also got to take understand the importance of that. You know that weight room work for us is going to be big. Right, yeah. just getting just getting bit, bit bigger, bigger and stronger. Yes, so, um, so you guys will will finish the spring season on the track team, and then you'll jump right into AAU ball, Elwin, or um, uh, yeah, AAU ball. I know for me is about to start up pretty soon. I got my last day of tryouts is this Saturday coming up, and our first tournament is the last weekend of April. I play in uh, Arizona. So it's kind of like in between track season, but then it really jump starts like when the summer comes. Yeah, and, and David, you're gonna play with, with with a lot of your teammates AAU ball, or yeah, yeah I'm gonna be with uh, coach over the summer. Okay, uh, so you guys will be together, and then you'll play in the fall again, um, heading into the season. I imagine just just to give you the best prep uh, possible there. Definitely, and uh, I believe we're gonna play summer league summer league together. Like during June, during the month of June, there's really no AAU. It's more like high school team camps and stuff. Mm-hmm. So right. we'll get back together a lot more during uh, that month. Right. And hopefully we're successful wherever we go and play this summer. Well, where, did the, where did this journey start for all of you? Ellen, what made you want to play basketball? Um, actually, uh, I was in I was like seven, and my mom was just like, you're going to play. So then she took me to the oh, you, you, Your mom said you're going to play. Yeah. Or were you like, Mom, well, I'm, not, I'm not sure about this? Or Yeah, um, I actually um, played football. When I was growing up, I didn't really want to do anything else besides play football. But I'm happy she put me in the YMCA. Her and my dad, my dad worked me out, made me jog around the block with my left hand when I was like nine years old. <laughs> That's how you developed that dribble, right? Yeah. Well, would he guard you too? Is you ran around the block or nah, um, no? He ride the bike. Oh, he would ride the bike. <laughs> yeah. Of course, of course. So, Dave, David, how did your basketball journey start? Uh, I don't really remember. But I, I just remember. Uh, when I was little, I would play soccer and basketball. Yeah. My dad was my coach all the time. He was, yeah. He was always working me out in front of our house and taking me to the field to do some soccer stuff, too. You're, you're what, 6'4", six, 6'5"? Six, yeah. Okay. Have you always been really tall? Uh, yeah, I've always been the tallest in my in my grade. Okay, so that, that helps on the basketball court, too, when, yeah. when you're one of the tallest ones out there. So. And Coach Hill, we've talked about this before, but tell, remind us how your basketball journey uh, began again. Oh, I was a young boy here in Frederick. Started off, I think, um, Satoma was real big, big back in my day. Played yeah. at West Frederick Middle School, which led me right over to uh, <clears throat> Frederick High School. Then took me off to Frederick Community College and then Division Two ball in South Carolina. Okay, yeah. Um, and, and just to see your alma mater, I mean, to take your alma mater to, to, to this point, to, to raise the level of the program to this point, I mean, that, that's, that's got to be pretty special for you. Yeah, it definitely feels good to get kind of that black and gold back to kind of what I felt like was where we were playing. Like, these guys super exceeded what we did, but it just felt good to have us back and on that basketball realm where we're, we're at the top. I mean, there's, there's just so much momentum in the school right now with, with the football team's success and now and now your success will we'll, we'll carry it on. Uh, and, and maybe maybe a, one of the spring teams will, 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 will pick up where you guys left off and, and, and have a great season too. So, uh, gentlemen, thanks for coming in. Uh, Coach Imani Hill, uh, junior guard Elwin Wordlaw. And you guys were worried about David. You said he's, he's quiet and we were going to have to crank him up. But, 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 but David was great. Uh, he was very eloquent and spoke very well. So, guys, congratulations on the great season. It was a lot of fun watching you play. And, and just thanks for, thanks for coming in. Thank you. So, thanks for having us.
All right, my thanks to producer Graham Cullen uh, for uh, putting together the podcast uh, every week, as always, and Alexander Dacey and John Cannon for coming on and talking Frederick County sports. Uh, getting a little warmer out there. We're well, not today, but 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 uh, we're hoping for some warmer weather. We have longer daylight now, so look forward to the spring sports season, and we'll be talking about it here on the Final Score podcast. So have a great week, everyone, and we'll we'll see you next time.